basics are the gateway to the incredible stuff. Like, <laughs> you can't overlook basics. You gorillas, welcome to the Athlete Insider Podcast by Gorilla Nation. My name is Phil, and today's guest is somebody from the United States who's inspiring the community with really crazy skills combining Brazilian jiu-jitsu with calisthenics. I'm happy to welcome you to the show, Kiri Fontana, also known as Miss Kiri. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, and I'm thanks for having me on the team too. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, you're, you're a team member already for a long time. I'm super happy that we finally make this interview happen. And mm -hmm. uh, people asked for it, people requested it. And uh, now we are here and talking a little about your calisthenics street workout journey, about your uh, your life in general. And uh, yeah, everything's, everything's fine on your side. Uh, everything's good these days. Yep. Everything's good. Um... COVID stuff is finally over for us, generally speaking. Um, training is going awesome. No injuries right now. That's cool. So, yeah. That's super cool. Uh, with the injuries, that's uh, that's rare for calisthenics athletes, I feel. Um, yeah. Like everybody always has something uh, which is which is bothering him. And you, you are also somebody who is like uh, sometimes uh, hindered by, by injuries. Yes. I mean, I, I have had some serious injuries in the past and, you know, um, I've had a few big setbacks, but yeah, I'm good. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can talk about them later and you can share, mm -hmm. uh, share a little about them. Um, starting the interview is always interested, interesting to know how <laughs> did you start with the sport? How did you get in touch with street workout? Um, let's see. I feel like there's so many different ways I could answer that question, but, um, I definitely always wanted to be a gymnast when I was a kid, but I didn't have that opportunity. So I kind of did weird stuff in the park, you know, headstands, attempts at handstands, push-ups, played on the bars. Um, and then... Later, um, let's see. My dad took me to the gym when I was 12 years old and taught me how to like work out, like, you know, wow. push, pull, legs and stuff. He died right after that. Oh. And I got really serious about working out, kind of probably to, you know, put that energy somewhere. And Maybe a few years after that, I changed my workouts into more of a calisthenic style and just kind of got obsessed from there. Wow. So that was uh, unexpected. Um, I, I feel <laughs> I feel kind of overwhelmed by that. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. It's been... But uh, yeah, like, um, yeah. as you said, like you had to put the energy somewhere and you uh, like uh, the sport gave you basically the 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 channel uh, to to invest that energy and to, to transform it to something good right yep yeah and i i just kind of developed a very intense attitude towards my training um and started grappling soon after that and was always just really serious <laughs> So everything that you do in sports, you do with 100%. Is it like something that uh, I hear from that? Yes, totally. Cool. So uh, yeah, like maybe uh, going back to, to these dates, to your beginning in, in the sport, like how did you start? Like, have you always been like when you already practiced in the park, have you been a, a sporty person all of your life? And uh, was the beginning easy for you? So, no, I never did sports as a kid. This is kind of a funny story. You might get disturbed by some of the things I say, but That's okay. <laughs> I grew up in a really crazy house and people smoked all the time and like never opened the windows. So when I first worked out, I like couldn't even run a quarter mile because like my lungs, I felt the sensation of someone who had been smoking for 12 years <laughs> mm -hmm. so no it was really hard for me but 
I overcame that that challenge like and now I cherish cardio cardiovascular uh you know ability and um if I ever feel like my cardio is slipping it off for like one reason or another like maybe I'm focusing too much on strength or not doing enough like I'll stop everything and address that so um yeah no I wasn't like a childhood athlete or anything that's probably why some of the stuff I do like isn't really traditional or Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) or like properly done I don't know (laughs) so you invented your own style you you developed it uh just by like just freestyle you know like just uh trying it out Uh cool And uh, yeah, like um, starting with the gym and then uh, why did you switch to calisthenics uh, after after starting with the gym? So I was really strong in weightlifting and I couldn't do a pull up. And oh. I'm sure that's kind of a common story mm-hmm. for people getting into calisthenics. And it actually made me mad. So um I ended up applying principles from personal training to my approach to calisthenics. And uh, yeah, now I can do muscle ups, pull ups and, you know, (laughs) so Um, that's that's super inspiring and super. um, Yeah. Yeah. Also unexpected for me, I have to say, like uh, I thought um, when when I see you, like you're doing these crazy things, you're doing the human flag, the muscle ups, etc. So uh, it seems that um, you just were born with it. Like that's how it looks when when I look yeah. at your social media, but it's like earned. It's like uh, a, pro- a product of hard work and uh, not something that was given to you in the in the first place. Yeah, for sure. Well, so, um, yeah, mm, because somebody also asked from the community um, if you ever did uh, bodybuilding. Um, so um, maybe you want to address that. That's a good question. So the way I started out in training was kind of a bodybuilding style with like a adaptation phase, a hypertrophy phase, mm-hmm. you know, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually, my favorite way of templating my Uh, calisthenics workouts is kind of that bodybuilding style so we'll get into that later but um I kind of did do bodybuilding I didn't do shows because I'm super shy but (laughs) (laughs) but that was my style of training for a long time okay so beginning to start uh, to to train like your main goal in in workout maybe saying for calisthenics what was your main goal with with the workout with street workout in the beginning in the beginning i was obsessed with muscle ups and human flags mm-hmm. <laughs> so you just wanted to unlock these these skills right yes and remember i was strong at the time so i went and I found bars and I threw myself on the bars and I was like, wait, I can't even hold myself up on here at all, let alone like sideways. Crazy. I, I like, yeah. I can't, I, I can't imagine that. I, I think, um, I'm I, think glad. It, I think it's a lie, but uh, yeah, if you say it, <laughs> it has to be true. Yeah. Don't imagine it. We'll just, <laughs> Yeah. We'll erase it from history. <laughs> I would be interested in, uh, like, what were your thoughts in the beginning? Did you did you ever think that you would become that strong that you are today? Did you always have this mindset? Yeah, I want to do the unlock the uh, human flag. I will do it. Or like, did you have doubts? And um, yeah. Um, I never really had doubts. I just um, kind of studied, studied um, techniques and people who do it and. I see the way to get there and I just apply myself to that. And, and this, it's weird, but I, I never really had doubts, even with muscle ups. Like it took me a long time to get my Mm -hmm. first muscle up. And at one point I had a serious shoulder injury from doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And even then I didn't have doubts. (laughs) Okay. Was it from a chicken wing muscle up or? What was it? Um, it was from maybe a little bit of 
overtraining and just like yanking myself on the bar like a mm-hmm. crazy person. Mm-hmm. Like I pictured myself doing this beautiful movement and just threw myself on there over and over. And and I, I had trained like a couple of hours that day already and I was hungry, but I wanted to get mm-hmm. that muscle up and I got an injury instead. <laughs> And that's maybe already one learning that we can take from from this interview uh, to like, especially for you as somebody who is doing all the stuff that you do with 100%, that it can become dangerous, like overtraining and uh, like wanting it too hard and not uh, recovering yes. enough or what would you say? Yeah, not recovering enough for sure, um, but also not starting with the basics, like, you know, really simple techniques and training them until you own them completely. And then um, and then slowly, methodically putting it together. Sure. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, yeah, maybe switching to today. Like, uh, how does your workout look like today? How, how do you split your workout? How do you, uh, how does your program look like? So, um, There's going to be two answers to this question. One is I divide my programming up into, I first start with how many days a week or how many sessions a week I'm going to train. And then I template it with um, movement patterns. So vertical push, vertical pull, horizontal push, horizontal pull, um, prone lever, supine lever, um, knee dominant hip workout, I'm sorry, knee dominant lower body, hip dominant lower body. So deads versus squats. And then I kind of divide that evenly based on the intensity I'm going to put on a certain day. And then I kind of insert my my calisthenics goals into that. And then I kind of go from there and build the actual workouts with progressions. Wow. So that's basically something that everybody can do like for himself. So it's uh, like kind yeah. of a template, um, yeah. which is, uh, which is yeah applicable to everyone, uh, everybody's goals. Right. Yeah. Cause for me, it's really important to stay balanced, like not only training one movement pattern or plane of motion, um, cause that can lead to injuries and, I don't know. It's just, I think it's cool to be balanced as a, as an athlete, like people who can do only push only planche, but not, you know, any pull movements. So yeah, there's different reasons I do it like that. And everyone would be able to approach it the same way. Yeah. If they wanted to. Yeah. And it definitely makes sense. Like you, you do, you are really strong in pull. You are really strong. And like with muscle ups, you are really strong in push with uh, the human flag. You do leg workouts, you do uh, cardio, like you are, your goal is to, to be an overall athlete, right? Yes. That's cool. That's really, really cool. And I think the, the most healthy way uh, to, to approach uh, training. Thanks. Did you ever had the the fear of um, not specializing enough? Like, um, did you ever had the thought of maybe if if oh damn it if I would only have trained like muscle ups I could now do it uh, one arm you know like <laughs> like something like this. Every day I have that, <laughs> especially since I do two sports. Yeah, true. and I consider every day I think I'm gonna quit either calisthenics or jujitsu. And I'm going to be great at one of them because I feel like the progress is so slow. I mean, not so slow, you know, mm-hmm. but for my expectations that I have set for myself, I, yeah, I think about that every single day, <laughs> but I feel like for me, this is the right way. And that leads me to the other part of my um, answer. I was training with Vadim. I had Vadim doing my programming for a while. And he also has a balanced approach, but I told him I didn't want to do any lower body. I just wanted only like um, upper body explosiveness. So I felt like when I changed that approach, I did start to become imbalanced and weaken certain parts of my body. And again, it's not because of him. He, he was so funny when I told him that. He said, okay, you don't want to be complete. 
I don't I don't want to be complete anymore. I'm tired of it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like the balanced approach is the way to go. <laughs> you said uh, for your expectations, you're doing slow progress. Like what are your expectations of yourself? Like what is what is your standard? Oh my gosh, it's so ridiculous. Like I pretty much see the greatest athletes like and I feel like I want to be exactly like them like you know looking at like again like Vadim or say Gadji you know Gadji I'm like oh I want to do one arm handstand just like Gadji <laughs> just mm -hmm. walking in the sky and I know that my body's capable of that um, and same with like crazy muscle-up sets and pull sets uh, with front levers in there. Like for me, that's the standard and I'm just making my way there. <laughs> Do you sometimes think about um, like that it's harder for you as a, as a, as a woman? Like, uh, do you feel that or is it something that's not existent in your head or do you see otherwise? That's a good question. So, um, and I'll answer that with a story. When I signed up for the men's wrestling team mm -hmm. as a kid, <laughs> um, I, I was judged at the time. It wasn't considered cool. Um, mm -hmm. And um, my coach looked like my coach hated the fact that a girl was wrestling. And every, I mean, it was obvious. Everyone saw like, you're weak compared to everyone. And I completely murdered that idea in my mind. And I worked so hard. Like anytime there was a push-up competition, I always made sure to win. Like I had this crazy iron will. And now I just, I don't have that at all. Like I don't even see the, the differentiation there. <laughs> It's kind of maybe silly, but yeah. To me, when I go in the gym and I see all these beast meatheads, I'm the same as them in my in my head. <laughs> and that's like super interesting because you can't change the fact. And of course, like um, it depends on what kind of mentality somebody has, because there might be somebody who is setting unrealistic goals and then like uh, being completely unhappy when she doesn't reach the, these goals. Right. But but it depends on on your mentality how you deal with yeah. uh, with failure like um that's or like with with challenges like with challenges you know there are the people yeah. who uh, like are extra motivated if you say you can't do that they are like 200 motivated and they will crush everyone just because of yeah. the, the iron will as you said it and there are the people who are like who take it too too hard too much like when somebody says right. something like this would you yeah. say that you're more motivated by uh like um if somebody tells you you can't do something um not necessarily i think back in my wrestling days i i that did serve me in terms of motivation mm -hmm. but now like i said in the head the playing in my head the playing field is equalized even though objectively speaking i know it's not necessarily true i just don't even think about that um and That allows me to celebrate the successes that I do have instead of worry about, you know, comparisons or failing to get to the goals I set. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, like talking uh, about crazy skills uh, from from Gachi or like Vadim, um, <laughs> that we also have to respect, and you already said it, um, to to do the basics. Um, maybe you can share your your uh, viewpoint on basics in general. Are they necessary, mandatory for everyone? Um, yeah, how do you think about that? I <clears throat> I believe in in my opinion. I know everyone has their own opinion, but Basics are everything. Basics are the gateway to the incredible stuff. Like basics open up the doors to, to the cool stuff. <laughs> you can't overlook basics. Why is that? Because of injuries, because of strength, because of what, what is it? Um, 
Well, oh, you could always say because of injuries, but as we discussed, I like the well round. I I take the well rounded approach, and um, you know, like let's take freestyle for example. Yes, it's cool that some guys are just flying round and round on the bars, but to me, it's the a more complete athlete is able to, you know stop and hold a front lever and um, do the do these more strength-based skills. And then I think that um, it would be weird. This, I don't know if this makes sense, but it would be weird if that same dude couldn't bust out, you know, strong pull-ups <laughs> or dips, you know. I don't know. That, that wasn't we, a very well thought out answer, but... <laughs> No, but it, it's true. Like, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I definitely see the point. So, um, yeah, like, um, from your first workout ever, like with, with basics, um, maybe let's, let's exclude the, the, uh, the weightlifting and, uh, gym, uh, phase, but like from your first basics workout, uh, street workout, um, to your first muscle up, how long did it take you to, to, to learn the first muscle up? probably six years wow yeah <laughs> and i still struggle with muscle ups i know people say like muscle you're the muscle up queen and stuff and i'm like don't say that <laughs> <laughs> natalia is yeah <laughs> but yeah. yeah it's it's hard for me yeah so that's that's a super long time and uh like maybe these people who like it's like this is the danger of social media i feel especially of these uh, short um short videos short photos etc where you only see the end result and you don't see the the six years of getting there um yeah. so um yeah like um muscle up can you can you share your journey like what, what what was the problem how did you solve it uh like how did you learn it so it started with pull-ups. I had to master pull-ups first. And I have a pull-up program I use that I got from Mike Boyle, who's an Olympic hockey trainer, mm -hmm. um, where you start with one rep, four sets of one, and then you add one rep each workout. So three sets of one, one set of two, two sets of one, two sets of two, on and on until you get to your rep goal. So I started with that, so mastering pull-ups. And then, like I said, I, I there was a long time where I trained it wrong. I just thought, you know, throw yourself on the bar and, and stuff. Um, so that was probably a one-year period, maybe, um, after I got better from my injury <laughs> that I caused. Um, I started working on, oh, I got my first muscle up by using the false grip. Oh, wow. Which to me is a cheat because for some reason it's so easy. <laughs> Crazy. Weird, for, I know. for a lot of people, the, the false grip is really, really difficult to hold it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, here, I found the cheat code, but I still wanted <laughs> to do it like, you know, street workout style like properly mm -hmm. and then i started using a kip and doing negative muscle ups um and man on and on until now well yeah now the way i approach it is i do high pull-ups that start with a retraction and then protract you know to properly protracted high pull up mm -hmm. use a power l sit as you go up mm -hmm. um but yeah gosh the journey to the first muscle up is kind of hell i kind of blocked it out of my memory mm -hmm. <laughs> okay it is so hard 
<laughs> yeah, it is. And like, I still remember when I had wanted to unlock the front lever, I think it was in 2013 something, and I didn't know how the, the move was called. So I couldn't uh, just uh, put it on YouTube because I didn't know right. back then, uh, like about calisthenics and uh, um, the, the the name of the muscle up. So uh, yeah, and yeah. not like just trying out and it you feel so helpless, you know, like the muscle up is not like, yes. like a... And I think this is the, the barrier in calisthenics and street workout. You either you either can do a move or you can't do. Like it's not with like right. with bench press where you can just put a five uh, kg plate uh, on it. But if you can't do a muscle up, you can't do a muscle up, and uh, like yeah, um, yeah that, <laughs> that feels really helpless. So I'm always yeah. interested in, in the journey how you get away from there like did you have people around you uh who who were also doing uh, this journey and going this uh, this way no no one <clears throat> i looked crazy i was so and that's actually why i started an instagram account mm. i was so obsessed with attaining these goals and it was like when i talked about it all the time i kept sending videos to my friends <laughs> like group text <laughs> like look what i did today <laughs> no <laughs> response finally, you know, finally people started ignoring it <laughs> all together <laughs> and i was like i hate social media but i need to start an account <laughs> so yeah no i didn't have people around <laughs> crazy so the, the moment you didn't get replies anymore on WhatsApp, you, you started Instagram and you thought, yeah, if they don't reply, I need, I need new people, um, which, yeah. which was a good decision, I guess, like uh, with, yeah. with uh, your community, like yeah. a lot of people wrote really nice uh, questions and nice com compliments into the, uh, the Instagram sticker and s said that oh. you're uh, gorgeous and like you're inspiring. <laughs> and that's like super nice to see how many people you, oh. you touch. Uh, uh, like, nice. and also some, like sometimes just um, underneath your posts or like your advertisements, people write, yeah, yeah. Curious, the best uh, ambassador, the best athlete you have, and like, um, oh. yeah, that's that's. I think it was a really good decision to to start with Instagram, and uh, I think it's cool that you <laughs> share your journey. Thanks. And you do things differently. This is uh, what I uh, like. Like uh, you do things differently. You show new ideas. Uh, like for example, of uh, of the, um, I think a lot of. Pro athletes, they don't show the the way and the training behind the skills. And you, uh, I think you share well the journey and the experimenting with the. I have to think of the impossible dip with the with the <laughs> help, you know, with the support behind it. Yeah. So stuff like that. Um, that's really cool. Thanks. Do you still remember uh, your? Um, uh, because it was also a question how long you took from the first uh, street record ever to the first human flag like how long did it take mm. to learn this skill was it longer than the muscle up or shorter longer oh <laughs> <laughs> is it like years it was or like seven years how many like seven years seven. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah so Maybe also <laughs> also earned not given uh, like what was the main yeah. difficulty in the in the uh human flag journey probably time spent on the bar mm -hmm. um i feel like that movement for some reason comes more naturally to me than like say a muscle up or a front lever or anything that involves like mostly pulling Mm -hmm. um, I like the human flag because it has some pulling um, and some pushing and some core activation. So like being physically balanced with my training, I feel like that move kind of just feels natural to me. Cool. I will ask a really mean question and I know you're not prepared <laughs> for it, but uh, are you able to do the, uh, the, uh, you would flag on both sides, like, uh, because you're, you're an all around athlete and uh, athlete athlete, are you able to do it on both sides? The kind of the same. Yes. Yeah, so it's funny. One side, I have to get a little bit prone. I'm sorry, supine with my body mm -hmm. and the other side I can get like straight 
on. (laughs) I think there's a photo where I did both sides and you could see the difference. It's kind of funny, but, but yeah, I can hold the line on both sides. Well, I didn't expect that because uh, I just know I can just uh, take myself as an example. Like it's it's a skill that's uh, that's kind of easy on one side, and the other side feels like, damn it, I I will I will never <laughs> unlock it. So um, yeah, good for you and uh, respect Thanks. for that. That's cool. Also to to avoid disbalances, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Another thing, um, I'm uh, deeply impressed, and uh, like we had the the uh, viral push up with the uh, two fingers, uh, which which went really really well. Um, how did you train? How do you train the the finger strength? Is it is it an element in jiu-jitsu, or how does it come that you're so strong? <laughs> so um, back in wrestling days, we did like probably 300 push-ups a day so push-ups became easy and then on my own I started with the fingertip push-ups and um this is kind of funny but I got this from Pavel Satsulin you know the kettlebell guy um I can't remember what it's called because it's been a long time since I thought about it but you kind of tense your whole entire body and visualize yourself being lighter and with that I was able to feel so light on the fingers that I could almost just float up (laughs) I know it sounds weird okay but (laughs) that's interesting so um yeah maybe you can send me a a link uh, so we can put it in the description for the people (laughs) yeah (laughs) sounds uh sounds interesting I I wanna I wanna I wanna check that out (laughs) cool yeah um so like training finger strength is it something you just do for fun or do you see any benefits in in like your your regular workouts i see a ton of benefits so in calisthenics we often spend a lot of time on the bar and it's always gripping and same with jujitsu you know you're doing a ton of gripping whether it's gi or no gi and um Fingertip push-ups are a really good way to balance out that excessive, um, you know, flexion of the hands, and um, it helps prevent um, tendonitis in the elbow. So I feel like if you're doing a lot of pulling, um, fingertip push-ups or fingertip planks are a must. Okay. And you don't have to start on two fingers, I guess. So you can start on uh, <laughs> on on five fingers. Yeah, don't do two. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But like five fingers is something that you would recommend to everyone, uh, just to to uh, yeah avoid injuries and to have like a more balanced forearm and elbow. You said yeah, right? yeah, for cool. sure. Gonna gonna implement this. This is a <laughs> cool cool advice. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah, talking about tendonitis and injuries in general. You uh, you told us in the beginning that you had some some severe injuries uh, during your career. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe you want to share something about this. Like how how did it go? So um, my first big injury was in wrestling. Um, it was a complete ACL tear and a huge meniscus tear. And uh, we talked a little bit about the crazy childhood and dad, the dying and stuff. So with all that in the background, I didn't have health insurance mm. and I wasn't able to get that knee repaired. So for about two years, I would just... Maybe not two years, but a long time, it seems like I'd walk around and the knee would just collapse. And it was horrible, horrible pain and instability. I obviously had to quit um, wrestling. I had to quit a lot of things I was doing. Um, So that's why I know that a lot of mass on my legs can hold me back from some of the calisthenic schools. Um, and the energy expenditure is hard, but it's so important for me 
to prevent injuries to my, you know, knees, hips, ankles. Um, so that was my first big injury. Wow. Um, yeah. Is your like is your knee today uh, like is it at at one hundred percent or like how how is it? Mm, they had to take out most of the meniscus, mm -hmm. and it's kind of it cracks really really loud. So when I train legs, I have to wear headphones because mm -hmm. it's like disturbing. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like it's. When I, you know, when I do those handstand drills with the legs straddle and mm -hmm. then bend, it like clicks into position. <laughs> It's so weird. Oh. But yeah, I take injury prevention really seriously now um, after that. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. This is as your first injury. I'm I'm scared to ask, but uh, are there are there <laughs> what's more? The or what's the second? What's the Does third? it become worse, or should we stop here? <laughs> it doesn't get worse. Okay. <laughs> the the others are just like the shoulder. A partner in jujitsu broke my wrist. So for a while in Instagram, back in the day, you could see there's a wrist brace on all the videos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but There's one more I'll tell you about. I you guys kind of know, but um, I had a groin injury, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I had to wear ice like in my underwear for for six weeks. It was crazy, and oh, wow. I think I have video of it. I just my I don't know what happened, but I was doing a handstand. I just fell like this on the bar. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah yeah and that's uh, hard to prevent like uh, at least with with workout uh this this kind of injury yeah exactly yeah. it was just a fluke no training could prevent that <laughs> true yeah. yeah so um when you're so serious about injury prevention uh, nowadays like um what are what is some advice that you would give to to the listeners um yeah to to prevent injuries basically um, so there's certain things I like to do, like rotator cuff training with the band, like external and internal rotation, uh, mobility, training the uh, transverse abdominis when you do core, like the deep, deep abdominals, um, a lot of hip work with rotation um, and the band, like hip extension, um, and again, like making sure you train all different planes of motion. So cool. Um, and basics, not skipping basics. <laughs> true. How do you train the, the deep abdominals? How do you reach them? Um, so my favorite way to activate that area is to get into like a tabletop position and just use a strong exhale and pull the belly button into the spine super hard and try to keep it there and hold it until you feel it. Um, it might hurt if you do it really well and hold it maybe six to 10 seconds and do like five to 10 reps of that. And you'll see like immediately after doing that, the handstand line improves like oh, wow. immensely. So that's your secret. Now we, yeah, that's now my we have favorite it. thing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. It doesn't look cool, but <laughs> yeah, like, but the handstand looks cool. And uh, that's, yeah. that was, that's what counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. A lot of workout advice. I'm super happy for that. And uh, yeah, thanks already. Um, questions about the diet. Like how serious do you take your diet? Uh, are you somebody who is uh, doing a cheat day every day? Or like, uh, are you more the the clean eater? Like maybe you can share something about your diet. So I generally eat um, protein, vegetables, and a complex carbohydrate. I kind of have to stay away from sugar 
I have kind of a sensitive blood sugar where I can get the shakes. Have you ever had that? No, I don't think so. But I, I don't like sugar. Like, um, I don't nice. eat, never ate sugar a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So generally I stay away from sugar. Um, but if I work out hard, I will eat like, it, it might look like a cheat meal, but to me, it's like important. I'll mm -hmm. eat like pizza, cheeseburger, you know, just to get the extra calories. Um, but I recently did a bodybuilder diet that I got from my friend Rudy. And that was like, you weigh out every single portion and you like plan out every single meal. I did it for like six weeks mm -hmm. and I was so ripped from it. Wow. But it's crazy. It goes away. Like if you eat, back to normal it goes away in like three days mm. <laughs> so but you went uh, back to the normal diet because it was too much work or how why why did you just mm. switch back kind of experimenting just to see the differences and i i actually like the bodybuilder diet because mm -hmm. i i ate more and more frequently um and if i'm like out and about i always had the meals prepared so Since I haven't been doing it, I've been more hungry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Interesting. So the bodybuilder yeah. diet is another uh, thing I have to, <laughs> to write down to, to get shredded for summer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your opinion and your advice on supplements, like do you take um, whey protein, creatine, whatever? Uh, yeah. Um, I have taken whey protein in the past and my body responds really well to it. I know a lot of people don't like it, um, but I put on a lot of mass when I use whey. I haven't done that in a long time. Um, I'm trying to take a creatine right now. It's called cre crealkaline, mm -hmm. where you don't have to load and it doesn't make you bloated. I got it from my friend who owns Swolverine. Um, I'm just so bad about it. So I've taken it like three times. So I can't really say if it works or not, but I, I intend to take it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I, I don't really use supplements. I just, you know, I'm just not very good about doing it every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. um yeah what are your goals this year what can we uh, expect to see or like what is something that you have in your mind uh, that you still want to unlock in 2022 okay so i still want front lever i might quit i might quit jujitsu so i can get front lever <laughs> oh that's an announcement no, just, no. just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i think uh yeah i want front lever i want 12 beautiful muscle-ups. I want a one-arm pull-up. I want 40 kg pull-up. I want one-arm handstand. Um, and I'd like to get back to a nice V-sit. My hips, I mentioned this before, my hips get so tight from legs that it, I just can't even, my, I can't overcome the tightness. So get V-sit. Um, and one arm back lever. Wow, that's a long list. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It might be like 2025, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, cool. But uh, better, like too many goals than no goals at all, I, I think. Um, because you, you now have a direction you can go to. You're not uh, like demotivated too much by small obstacles like the the yeah. um the hip stiffness etc so um yeah good luck for that i i really hope <laughs> that you will unlock all of that thanks that's cool <laughs> yeah that would be cool <laughs> nice we're slowly coming to an end we always have some quick questions quick answers at the end of every interview um okay. so first question <laughs> is what's your favorite food Mm, can I say two? You can. Okay. <laughs> Pancakes with just butter, no syrup, and um, Thai food, like curry, red curry, stuff well, like that. 
<laughs> now I get hungry. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you a dog or a cat person? Cat, because I've never had a dog. Okay. What athletes inspire you? Mm, let's see. There's so many that inspire me. But um, with my goals, I am mostly inspired by Vadim, Gadji, and Natalia. Cool. So maybe you want to go in detail, like uh, Natalia, because <laughs> of her, her clean her muscle, muscle ups. Up. Yep. Her muscle ups are a dream. If I could do it like that, at that volume, I could die happy tomorrow. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's that good. <laughs> and then same with Vadim. I love the intensity he brings. Like just like you're going to war when you go to train. Like a maniac. And I just love that. It inspires me and motivates me so much. And then Gadgy, I like his kind of he is a trained gymnast but he kind of applies his own unique flair to everything and it's super fun for me to watch and he's also very intense mm -hmm. when he trains so sure. I like nice what's your favorite skill it has to be muscle up Even though it's not my best skill, it's my worst, but it's my favorite. And then flag, of course, is my favorite. Nice. Well, uh, if you have to decide, pull or push? Dang. I'm like about 10 times better with push than I am pull, but I want pull more. So I'm going to stay pull. Nice. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite uh, favorite music genre? Oh, I used to like like heavy metal rock mostly, but now I'm liking like kind of dark hip hop the most. <laughs> that's a that's a like that's a change. Like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like the more evil, the better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the evil cat lady um, yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> cool um yeah what's the best movie ever in your opinion oh my gosh so i have two favorite movies one is the death of stalin it's so funny to me and i love russian history so i love that movie And the other is this movie called Something About Mary. Have you seen it? No. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so funny. I've watched it about 20 times. Ben Stiller is my favorite actor. And he zips up his balls in his pants. And they're like <laughs> sticky out. So many funny things happen. So that's <laughs> my two favorite movies. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I think I get the direction of uh, of the film. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, what was the best calisthenics event you've ever been at? I've never been. I went to an expo one time and it was super cool. It was like San Jose. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I got to see Battle of the Bars in wow. real life for the first time. It was just crazy. I can't imagine like going over there and to Europe and going to like FIBO. I can't imagine. It'd be crazy. Yeah. I'm also really looking forward to this day. I uh, like uh, being able to, uh, to, to host you at the, at the FIBO would, will be really cool. Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. Like, It would be so cool. The day will come. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah. What's your message to the calisthenics community as the, the last question of the day? So is this to like newer athletes or like 
the pros. <laughs> Basically, to to everyone listening, uh, like, um, but they don't reply if we 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 ask them now if they are beginners or advanced. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say like just um, just to to everyone in the uh, listening to everyone listening. Mm, okay, so. I'm going to assume that most of the people listening are going to be like on their own workout journey, you know, not necessarily pros. So I'm going to say the single greatest thing you can do for your progress is reverse any natural impatience that you have. So um, first, have patience, which is discipline. And then you can apply consistency. And within the framework of consistency, you will for sure, for sure get to your goal. Wow. <laughs> cool. Thank you for sharing. Thanks uh, for, for the interview. Thanks for your time, Kiri. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, if people want to get in touch with you, if people want to contact you, uh, how is it How is it best for you? DM. I try, I try really hard to answer all of them. So Instagram DM, uh, we will put your uh, Instagram in the link in the bio. <laughs> Together Maybe with... we should just hit email. They're going to get lost in there. <laughs> yeah, but nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks again for your time. Thanks to everyone uh, listening to this till the end. And I really appreciate it uh, if somebody takes uh, 53 minutes uh, to, to listen to us. And uh, yeah, Kiri, you have the last words. Thanks again from my side and uh, hope hopefully see you soon in, in real life. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for everything. And I got my package yesterday. I love everything. It's over the top. That's cool. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs>